0: Welcome to First Turn, where we play board games for the first time and discuss our immediate reactions. It's like book club, but for board games. I'm Eric, and with me is Kate, Kiwi, and BP. Hello.
1: Hello. Hi.
0: Today, we're going to be playing Tapestry, designed by Jamie Stegmeier of Scythe, Viticulture, and others. Uh, The artist is Andrew Bosley of Everdell, uh, Love Letter, Merchants of the Dark Road, Played those and Rom Brown, and it was published in 2019 by Stonemeyer Games. Create the civilization with the most storied history, starting at the beginning of humankind and reaching into the future. The path you choose will vary greatly from the real world events or people. Your civilization is unique. The mechanics are. <gasps> Area majority influence, contracts, dice rolling, events, grid coverage, hand management, hexagon grid, income map, addition, once per game abilities, open drafting, push your luck, solo solitaires, square grid, take that, tech trees, tech tracks, tile placement, variable player powers, and variable setup. And but, but look at it this
2: way. There's so many hints on how it might be played. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and the boxer.
3: Use my line of it looks like a Disney movie cover. It has a. Yeah, sort of an animated look to it, um, futuristic city scene, I guess. Not not super futuristic, but hints of, like, blending, like, a past-style look with a future look. I don't know.
0: It's, yeah, uh, it's like a mix. Uh, like, the front yeah. is, like, um, you know. Like a little village. A little hamlet, and then the back is, like, sci-fi town.
3: Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah, there's a, a monorail,
2: but then there's also, like, a, looks like a Roman. And a castle. yeah.
3: Like- yeah, building with columns and yeah,
2: whatnot. So when I first saw the box cover, I thought Ryan Lockett was the artist.
3: Mm-hmm. It's
2: given me like real vibes of like now and never and near and far and all of those. Yeah, I can see Andrew Bosley too—a very
0: Everdell kind of look.
3: Yeah, and also there's a a woman in the middle with uh holding a, a tapestry. I guess that's where we, we need more is.
0: tapestries on sticks. I think. Yeah. Yeah. More tapestries in general yeah i actually agree with that hmm. all right uh would you pull this off a shelf bp
1: yes it looks interesting
2: um uh kiwi just based on the looks yeah i, I would pull it off shelf i think the the description is interesting you know building your own civilization but yeah i, I think the box cover like really draws me in, and i think that's what would cost me to pick it up in the first place kate
3: Maybe the type of the game that description wouldn't get me, but the, the cover is really nice. Yeah. So I might give it a try.
2: I'm
0: going to say no. The box art is really good, but it says <laughs> a civilization game. And while I really like civilization games, I have yet to have one in board game form that I really like. So, I mean, it does look cool, but I would say no, just because I'd be like, a oh, whole civilization game. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Well, how do you think this one's played
2: oh no you have so many hints this time yeah aren't those
1: so many hints or just so many distractions there's a lot
2: of ways you could play this game there's a lot of mechanics in there There are um so
0: i think clearly we're gonna start with uh you know early civilization we'll say stone age I, i don't think i don't know um and then you're gonna have to um there's so much there's going to be a board right as a hex grid and area influence so we're obviously all going to be building on the little map right
1: yeah well yes yes because we also have tile placement yeah
0: and then uh you know
3: and map edition it's a an abstract map it's not a, a real earth map right because this is
0: yeah i don't right. know if it'll be earth um is it earth two perhaps earth two yeah a, a Gene roddenberry special <laughs> yeah um i mean i don't i don't know other than just the kind of generic civ game of it you're researching technology advancing what's tech tree uh, again tech tree is like yeah yeah like you you start at the stone age and then you research writing okay. and then you research iron working
2: it's yeah. so like you, you got to get horse domestication and then you've got to get saddles and then you got to get stirrups and then you yeah. have horse <laughs> horse the- people Minotaur yeah, horse people, not Minotaur yeah. <laughs> um, But also, also a Minotaur.
1: Con. What about contracts and dice rolling? Uh,
0: contracts are usually like somebody wants this certain goods and stuff. So like you're obviously there's incomes, so there's all economic engine of like you're going to be producing horses and somebody wants to buy horses, so you get a contract for eight horses mm. and then you get paid in horse coin. What do you think your what Kate? What is your once per game ability?
3: I just thought of like a nuclear explosion. I mean, <laughs> no. that, that would be once per game. <laughs> um, let's see. It's futuristic. Going to also be exploring Mars. <laughs> okay.
0: So, yeah. You can only explore Mars once. Yes.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did we get everything? So what's,
1: yeah. the, what's the objective? How do we win?
0: The objective is to not get nuked um sell your first tapestry
3: oh right which tapestry.
0: is the most advanced technology you can research
3: oh your once per game ability has to do with your tapestry
0: okay that actually might be right yeah um okay so then that, then, then the end game must be getting to mars we got those backwards <laughs> <You're> okay <right. laughs> nailed it yep uh the history of mars
1: mm-hmm. uh-huh So a tapestry is a, uh, we're very popular in the late medieval and renaissance time and is a textile art that is traditionally woven by hand on a loom. However, one of the most famous tapestries is actually not technically a tapestry, but an embroidery that is an embroidered piece of cloth that is 230 feet by 20 inches, (laughs) 230 feet long.
2: It's really long. It's
1: really long. Uh, the Bayou Tapestry, which depicts the events leading up to the Norman Conquest of England in 1066. Um, there's a lot of debate about exactly uh, uh, which when it was created, who commissioned it, um, but most scholars believe that it was uh, created in the uh, 11th century, by William's half brother, Bishop Otto of Bayeux, who after the conquest then became Earl of Kent and Regent of England when William was in Normandy. Um, they believe, most scholars believe, that Anglo Saxon artists uh, who were specializing, especially female needleworkers specializing in embroidery, were the ones who made it. Um, and, uh, kind of some of the evidence for that is that there's some hints of Anglo-Saxon in some of the Latin texts. Um, there's real fascinating cause there's also, um, evidence of different styles of animals and things within it. So it's not just a mural that, you know, is telling a story, but, um, there's also these fantastical beasts that kind of show up in it um, and indicate that it may have been originally designed by some of the monks in scriptorians from Mont-Saint-Michel who had a famous scriptorium uh, with some of their uh, illuminated manuscripts. So I just find it, I can't wait to go see it in person at some point, but 230 feet long Embroidery. You haven't seen uh, it? not in person. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> things are getting added to, added to lists. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs>
1: uh so yeah. The Bayou Tapestry. Famous tapestry that's actually not a tapestry, but an embroidery.
2: So do you guys want to know how to play?
1: Only if it has to do with making tapestries woven by hand textile arts.
2: So I have good news and bad news.
1: Okay. What's
2: the good, the good news? The, the good news is uh, there is space travel. Oh. The, ba- the bad news is there are no actual tapestries.
1: What?
2: It's, it's all a metaphor. It
1: sounds backwards. <laughs>
2: All right. So we are all abstract representations of our civilizations guiding its path as it as it progresses through the ages and trying to make it unique and storied. You will do this by advancing along four tracks, science, technology, exploration and military, building your capital and playing tapestry cards that tell the story of your people. It's a Stonemeyer game. So that means first players randomly chosen. I didn't really come up with any ideas because this one was kind of hard. So it might just make sense that I go first so that we see like a first turn as we go around.
1: Sure, I was going to say the last person to see a real tapestry.
2: Sure, okay. Has anybody seen a tapestry recently? Last summer. <laughs> okay, I see where this is going. She, <laughs> okay, well, who's the last she person to go to space, huh?
0: <laughs> I mean, QE is probably, no, I guess probably
2: don't fly that high. I mean, I've, I've spent the most time probably aloft, closest closest (laughs) to space. (laughs) So, all right. So, uh, on your turn, you're going to have to choose whether you want to income or advance. Everyone's first turn is going to be an income turn. uh, And we're only going to do one of the steps of the four that usually happen during an income turn. But collecting income is the beginning of a new era for your civilization, while advancing is your civilization progressing in the four tracks. Most turns in the game will be advanced ones. And the only time you're going to take an income one, other than the mandatory one right at the beginning, is when you no longer have resources or no longer have the ability to advance, then you will move to your next era. Uh, The game will end when all players have taken their fifth income turn. So potentially it could end at different times for different players. So for an income turn, uh, if you're the first person to enter a new era, you're going to gain the resources shown on the era space on the player board, uh, and they will perform the following steps in order. So you're going to activate your civilization ability if you have one. Uh, You're going to play a tapestry card onto the leftmost blank space spot on your income mat. It must come from your hand and must be applicable to the current era so it will tell you on the card whether or not it can be played in that era if you don't have a tapestry card you're going to play a card from the deck face down Uh, if the card has a win played ability you're going to do it immediately and if it has a this era ability then that means that it's going to give you some sort of effect throughout that era until you take your next income turn You'll be able to upgrade a tech card uh, if you want to and if you have the ability to, and then you're going to gain victory points based on your income map. And then finally, you're going to gain income based on exposed resource icons, territory tiles, and tapestry cards uh, with a limit of eight of each resource. So that's what you do during an income. So normally we're going to be doing an advance phase or an advanced action. So uh, if the player is the first to enter a tier for an advancement track, each advancement track has four tiers, then you're going to gain the corresponding landmark and place it in your capital. Then you're going to follow these steps in order. So you're going to pay the cost under the tier for the track you plan to advance in. You're going to move your player token one space forward on the track, and then you're going to gain all the benefits for the space that you just entered. Uh, Some will have bonus uh, effects that you typically will have to pay for. So it'll be like, hey, you get this. But then if you want some extra stuff, you have to pay. uh, Think Wingspan, paying eggs or bird cards in order to get extra things. Uh, So the... Tracks that we're going to be able to play on are Exploration. So it's going to let you select a tile from the supply and place it onto an empty hex of the map, oriented however you'd like. And then you're going to gain victory points for each aligned terrain type, and then you're going to gain the benefit shown on the tile. Uh, In Science, you're going to be able to advance on the other tracks for free based on a die roll. Uh, For technology, it's going to allow you to gain tech cards from one of the face-up cards available and then place it on the bottom row next to your capital. Uh, They're going to provide you benefits as you uh, upgrade them. And then some advancements will provide for the ability to construct buildings, and these are going to be taken from the appropriate row on your player board. This is also how you're going to increase your income when you take your income turn uh, or an appropriate landmark and place it on your capital city board. So we're all going to have our own capital cities. Some of the places are going to be marked with orange dots, and those are impassable, but they count as filled. And so there's ways to earn victory points from your capital city as well. So the game ends when all players have completed their fifth income turn, which will likely happen at different times. And during this time, you won't be able to play a tapestry during the income steps. If other players are still playing, you can still gain some victory points from passive civilization abilities. And once all players are complete, the player with the most points is the winner. In the case of a tie, the player with the most total resources remaining is the winner. Otherwise, players share the victory. And those are most of the rules.
1: Most of the rules, mm-hmm. yeah. There's, yeah,
2: you know, you know how it goes. <laughs> sure.
1: sure. <laughs> well, let's weave.
0: We just finished a game of tapestry. To recap, Kiwi had 145 exploration points. Uh, Kate had 178 all-around points. Uh, BP had 188 automation points, and I had 209, um, isolationist military points. (laughs) Or space military, alien military, I guess. Uh, my winning strategy, I don't know. I... I started with military because it was the one that was facing me. And then I tried to do science because I was alchemist. So I thought that kind of made sense. Uh, But when I did the science, I kept rolling the military track anyway. (laughs) So then I just sort of did both, both of those, I guess. Um, Yeah. And the science track was really good because it started upping all my other tracks. Uh, Anybody else?
2: Uh, I liked the idea of exploring. So I tried to do that. And then I, you like, I was going to do that in military and can just kind of spread around, but then it wasn't really working out for me. Uh, but my, my civilization, I had like, so the, we had the three public achievements, but I had like my own civilization achievements over on the side. So it was like, have four of one resource, have four of the same resource building. So I was doing those because it gave me little extra stuff but I feel like it kind of spread me out too much mm. because they were sort of all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Kate just looked at me with a,
0: a shocked face and shook her head. No. <laughs>
3: no, yeah. no, I had no strategy. Yeah.
0: BP. I,
1: I thought I would try to go technology cause uh, you got money bags really quickly and that's what I wanted.
0: It seemed like they kind of paired cuz like military and exploration went together and science and technology cuz you scored off the opposite tracks but none of us did that. So. Mm-hmm. uh theme, did it feel like you were uh, a civilization moving through the ages um and and growing in technology stuff?
3: Uh no. no. Yeah. I think um I think I appreciated the ways that they tried to get the theme in. Like I liked how on um your oh shoot, I did something weird. And I can't be it anymore. Um like the ways that I think it was on your player board when you went up in the in the levels, like by removing the buildings that were on each track, like I liked how they labeled them to show the advancement. So, like, little stuff like that and, like, the technologies that were available. Like, I like the elements of the theme.
0: I didn't even notice those.
3: You, I didn't I mean, notice like, those either. Oh, okay. The ones on the player board, I didn't Oh, on the player board. board. But our, you notice, like, the tech we all talked about. I noticed about, on like, the tech tree, oh, yeah. we have, you know, the anesthesia library, now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I like those little bits, but.
2: Yeah, I mean, and some of those, like they would have mattered for like if we had been more like techie. So like BP had the library and so the requirements is she had to have writing or one of her neighbors had to have writing in order Mm -hmm. to build. So Mm -hmm. so, like that's where it would have come in. But I I agree 100 percent with Kate. Like I can appreciate where they tried, but I didn't feel like I was building a civilization. Mm
1: -hmm. I barely noticed. I was just tracking stuff and trying to fill up a board.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Uh, table presence, BP, what'd you think?
1: Overwhelming. I mean, there are just, there's just so much, I mean, and I don't think it would turn your head. Like it just, it looks like a Euro game.
2: I mean, I did like that we had a map appearing, like we built something in the center of the table sort sure. of all together.
1: I barely did.
2: Yeah. Well, but that was your choice. Yeah yeah I think the card art's good. I think the map is a little
0: lackluster maybe it doesn't quite stand out as much as you'd think it would. i think the art is good but it's it's kind of of basic civilization stuff, which you most of us have seen a hundred times, so I don't know that it's exciting um i do I do like the 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 capital city board with the little uh uh house structure figure things that's probably like yeah the thing that would most jump out.
3: Yeah, I agree with what already been said. The art is, the art is nice, but it's in places where it might not catch your eye if you're just passing. Um, Maybe in person be a little bit more. Cause like the landmarks would be like these large meatballs and stuff. So mm-hmm. that they, they might be cool Um, in person. I, I liked the map in the middle. It, it would be nice if it filled out more, but I liked the, I guess it's more the, the gameplay than the, the presence, but I, I liked the matching of the sides. I thought that was kind of neat, but I guess, again, that's not yeah. a table presence. That's like a mechanic or something. But.
2: <clears throat> uh, so on that mechanics... Uh, so I liked the different tracks, like how they each had their own kind of thing. They mm-hmm. kind of went to get like you know exploration made sense, the military made sense. um so I, I did like that element, and then the era cards, like you know, this is now my benefit that I get this each era. Um, so those were nice. But again, like, I didn't feel like I like none of us, you know, some with some of these games where it's like, Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And now I've invented the calendar. Like not a single one of us mentioned like what our civilization was called again, after we picked our civilization. Right. And so, uh, but I liked that, you know, I had to pick and choose which tracks that I went up and they gave me different benefits.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot and I think it all worked fine. I don't, no, that there's anything super exciting but like you're going up tracks they trigger points they trigger other things there's a lot of good interaction there um there's probably more than anybody can do like bp didn't explore i didn't touch technology like i had one tech um so there's a lot going on and i guess some choices to make but i that was like oh this is a really cool mechanic i feel like eight.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: other than spinning tiles
3: yeah, and I agree.
0: Uh, rules? How was it learning the game?
3: Mm-hmm. Similar to what I said, with the, maybe the last game was that it was it. Uh, it, it was just a lot, um, so it it takes a while to to get it all. Um, but nothing was too too complex, and it wasn't. Um, by the end, I think you had a handle on it. Um, or even, even sooner than that, after a few games, uh, a few rounds, you got it. Um, yes. So just a level of like, it, there's a lot going on, but nothing like too difficult. Yeah. I'd say.
1: Except the symbols, there are Mm -hmm. so many symbols. I think like that learning curve and the reference sheet, you definitely needed to have that. Like we had one up from the rule book up and that was the only way to be able to tell like what you got to do, I think, was by reading what they translated to.
0: Yeah, I was reading the the what each space meant sheet quite a bit, especially yeah. a higher end of the track, because it's like it's like one It'll little or- symbol and then like a paragraph of text. And you're like, OK, I wasn't going to get that out of the symbol. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. The lower ones, you're at least doing the same thing. Not the same thing, but you had the same icons over and over again. So you kind of understood like, OK, it's this, this and this. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, for me personally, like I was able to get them. But I, it was also because I was doing so much helping with everybody's turn that mm-hmm. like I was able to get them. But even then, Eric's absolutely right. Like as you get to the end of those tracks, you had very specific items that were yeah. occurring. Yeah. Um, so but it, like finding stuff in the rule book was pretty like the rule book itself is like four pages long. And that's it. And then there's a couple of reference sheets, so like, you know, it's it's, it's not good for this that kind of game. Big. Yeah, for the yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Player interaction. Um.
0: That, there's interactive pieces of like trap cards and reactions and stuff, but like.
2: You don't really pay attention to him that much.
0: Like, uh, there's a lot of turn, a lot of time
2: between turns. And honestly, yeah. those trap guards were just kind of super disappointing. Like, it, it was just like, ah, all right, well, that's a waste. Yeah. I mean,
1: I had like three of them in my hand.
2: Yeah, I had two yeah. forever. I was hoping Eric would attack me because I knew he was like going super hard didn't, on the military track. It didn't seem any so- benefit once I
0: got to the middle. It was like, I, it's just was putting them down in blank spaces because why would i risk a trap card Mm -hmm.
2: yeah and i yeah i just it was Mm -hmm. very like it was like a real feel bad like i did all this work and i had to pay all these resources Mm -hmm. to do this thing and then Mm -hmm. i only get part of the benefit it was like nah that's kind of lame yeah Mm -hmm. i'll say it kind of goes to mechanics all of these games there's always
0: the the area control area influence piece and it's always lackluster it always feels like a side part of the game. It doesn't quite
3: yeah. fit. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like Kiwi just said, it does take so much work. And I, I made a foolish like plan, like in my head to kind of go at one point, um, I've done something weird <laughs> again. I can't see the uh-huh. <laughs> My computer's showing random things. Um, sorry. I, yeah. Like at one point I was like, maybe trying to go for like where Eric was, but Kiwi got there first. Cause you guys are better at these types of things than me. And I was like, Oh yeah, that was dumb. And like, I had spent like a kind of a couple turns working towards it yeah. and didn't do anything with it. So yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. And on player action, I, the turns were taking so long. I had a note, a notepad up. Uh, and I was writing down like my because I thought out three turns ahead or whatever. Here's the three things I want to do, but I kept forgetting. Mm-hmm. So I kept jotting down in the notebook what each of my turns was, <laughs> and they rarely ever changed because of what you guys did. Uh, all right. Uh, would you play it again, uh, Kate?
3: All that said, I kind of would. I <laughs> know <laughs> I'm the worst. Um, yeah, I, I want to do it in person. I think. Um, I don't know why, but I think, um, like with these games where there's so much going on, I get frustrated, um, you know, doing it online and just trying to zoom around the board and doing the stupid things that I do where things pop up and get my way. And yeah, I think I would enjoy the game more playing it in person where I can look at it and I have a reference sheet and whatnot. but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I kind of liked it. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> Cause we uh, haven't said anything positive about it yet, but.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that we haven't said anything positive. Yeah. It's. Uh, so I'll, I'll say no, just because of the, the length between turns, but like, I did think it was well designed for this type of game and it does like mechanics all kind of work together. Um, I don't think it's bad it was okay it's just too long and too much downtime between terms which might be not as bad in person because you could have more like table talk and snacking and things like that um but yeah overall it's just a bit too long i didn't like how like kiwi and i ended and kiwi was probably more engaged because he was still helping people but like (laughs) I had 20 minutes where I just got up and pet the dogs and walked around and like it was game ended for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's not my favorite thing, but, um,
3: which again in person would be fine. Cause you just go up and get a snack or, yeah, but it's still a little bit more <laughs> no. exciting
0: when like the ga- end of game hits and everybody's like, a, you know, a little yeah. bit of excitement around scoring and stuff like that. But this is kind of like, well, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Bye guys. Ah, uh, Kiwi.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna agree with everything that Eric said. I didn't notice the in-between turns as much, but that's because I was doing something on every single turn that it, people were going. So, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I agree with Eric. That being said, Kate, if you want to play it in person, <laughs> that w- that that will be the one more time that I play. Yeah. It. I probably <laughs> would play it again. Yeah. Uh-huh. it's one of the better of these Civ games. It is one of the better ones we've played.
3: I don't so. know if you can compare it to this, but I was thinking about like Hadrian's Wall. And how hmm. there, I didn't understand what we did, but I could appreciate that there was something interesting going on with all like the tracks and stuff. And yeah. this, I feel like yeah. I got the tracks yeah. some more. And I think that's kind of cool how it worked. So, yeah, yeah I don't know.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think I would rather play this over Mosaic, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. was another kind of civilization that I feel was very similar don't to this. Even I feel like, it. yeah. <laughs> but I. But I think yeah. I like the like what well, Kate's saying. Like I think I like the track system I, better I like than tech tracks. However, we played, makes it, yeah. I want to find a game
0: where that's the central thing. Is you're just doing tech tracks or something? Yeah,
2: I think it's called Eclipse. But go on. <laughs> sure. <laughs>
0: uh, BP.
1: Um, I'm gonna put down yes. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> go on. <laughs> you're changing your answer
2: <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not but go on
1: i think i'm kind of with kate on this where i was satisfying filling up my civilization board
0: <laughs> yeah yeah I, yeah i don't disagree with that yeah <laughs> i just yeah i, I, I think it was just you. too long yeah this yeah. is a game too- you can play without us, <laughs> All three <of> us. yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. Oh yeah. Sorry. This is me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so shocked. Ah <laughs> um, uh, Yeah. So that was tapestry.
1: So if you have any recommendations of games you would like to hear our impressions on, please send them our way. You can do it via email, firstturntabletop at gmail, or we are on the formerly known as Twitter or Instagram at firstturncast. And the podcasting camel says as he's getting ready to shoot into outer space to explore. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatchers. We look forward to hearing from you. Play more game.
2: Your mushrooms? So the a little... Oh, yay. Uh, mushrooms are actually, that's just food, just in general. Why, why mushroom for uh, food? It's not even a food. <laughs> do you love bread? I love bread more than reading. Sorry, Kate. <laughs>
0: We're living in space, you can conquer our territory, we've moved on. (laughs)